Hello, folks. This is Brad with Peaks Podcast. We're doing, this is episode 13, and we're doing quite an unusual podcast today. I am proud to be able to announce we are at, well, I'm actually above Camp 17,000. And... If you hear any uh, wind in the background, uh, that would be because it's Arctic conditions here at 62 degrees north latitude. Thanks for following Peak's podcast, and uh, I hope you're enjoying this as much as I am producing it. If you haven't listened to our earlier episodes, please find them in the archive for Under Peak's podcast. Our episode 13 is super cool. I am outside of camp, situated on the western buttress of the great one, Denali, outside of Anchorage, Alaska, north of Anchorage, actually. I'm looking down on the western buttress and watching teams fight through the weather to get up to Camp 17 from the 14,000-foot camp below. Now, from my little vantage, oh my gosh, uh, let's see if I can stand up here. I'm right right on the edge of the cliff looking down. 3,000 vertical feet. They call it uh, rescue chute, I believe. It's the quickest way down. An express trip to 14,000 foot camp. Uh, Trust me, you don't want to take that one. So, right now, I'm in my full gear. And the wind chills probably, I don't know, 30 below, 35 below zero Fahrenheit. Do your calculations, uh, Celsius listeners. So I have on uh, three layers on the lower, uh, which would be long underwear, thermal long underwear, some uh, climbing pants, and then these super warm, I was going to say super cool, but that would be uh, (laughs) not correct, the super warm black diamond uh, puster pants, and these things are like uh, down pants, Uh, this rock where I'm sitting on the ledge is covered in ice, and I can't even feel the pain of the uh, cold ice. Oh, yeah, let's get back down on this. It's a little safer. You stand up here, and it's a little bit of an exertion. So, those of you who have been listening, we had quite a uh, an effort to get up here. I highly recommend you guys chiming in on the earlier episodes so you get a real feel for what it takes to get to 17,000. This is truly where some serious climbing begins. Um, 
we're taking a rest day up here to get our stuff organized for an attack on the Great One tomorrow morning. Our calculations uh, given to us from our guide team is about a 12-hour pretty intense summit day. So we'll leave at 10 a.m. Unlike any other peak, most any other peak I've ever climbed, you know, where you climb uh, the other seven summits that I've been honored to be on, we start at 2 in the morning, so you're summoning in, you know, late morning <clears throat> before weather comes in. Here it's just the opposite. It's just stinking, bone-chilling cold. So you wait till 10 a.m. You know, of course, it's uh, 24-hour sun. So at 10 a.m., the shadows aren't as great on the peak, and it starts to warm up. This warming gives us a, a better success rate at getting up to the top. Uh, but regardless, it's a monster day. Uh, as many of you may know, Denali's over 20,000 feet above sea level. It's over 20,300 feet above sea level and uh, has a reputation of being one of the toughest seven summits. So what's uh, so unique about this uh, camp that we've just uh, been able to achieve? Well, I should mention we're on, uh, let me get out my calculation because it's always got to be right to tell you guys the exact. So we are on day, expedition day 14 with our guides. That's when we got on the glacier down at base camp. And 18 as far as my count when leaving Colorado. So it's taken us a solid two weeks to get here. And the plan is uh, we will shoot for the summit tomorrow. If we're successful, what we'll do is we'll be just completely shocked. You are, can only carry two bottles of water, two liters of water approximately. So you're going to be extremely dehydrated after 12 hours. Those of you who uh, exercise a bunch know that a 12-hour workout probably is in the range of maybe 30 to 40,000 steps. It's a monster day. And uh, so we'll be dehydrated. The goal will be to get to camp, return to camp safely. 70% of all accidents on big mountains occur on the return. And this is way true for me. I'm... Uh, Super cautious because, uh, uh, you know, you have a tendency to be, you know, on a euphoria from the summit and not paying attention to your footing as much as you did when you were coming up. This causes the increase in fatalities, et cetera, et cetera. So my goal tomorrow is to summit with our whole team and, uh, back on down this monster safely. 
camp is uh, interesting. There's, you know, due to the thin, thin air, there's no, there's not much goofing around whatsoever. You know, small talk is minimal. And uh, we spent the first half of the day reassessing our packs, uh, preparing our climbing gear. We do not need helmets. Um, I think last year we did use helmets, but uh, we're foregoing a helmet. Um, and we're foregoing a Jumar, Jumar and the Kautai. So that alone cuts a couple, three pounds maybe off of my load. So every pound is critical. You know, I'm I'm shooting to be heading out of camp with, uh, you know, maybe as low as 30 pounds. It's a perk requirement that we carry each rope team. I repeat, each rope team carries a sleeping bag, a pad, a metal shovel, a uh, stove, or you know, a, um, a small stove. Um, what's the other one? A first aid kit, a radio, sat phone, and then I think there's a couple other details, but those are the the number one issues. So that alone, we divide up around our amongst our team members. So we have three ropes, uh, three, three, two. That's three person, three person, two person. And uh, so that's the bulk of the weight. Of course, you got two liters, say another eight pounds there. And uh, food, at least two, three pounds. I'm packing 10 snacks, high energy snacks, um, things such as uh, power bars, easily digestible items uh, because at this elevation the body you don't want to have your body stressing out on uh, you know uh, pr uh, digesting difficult foods so you give your body something that can enter the system quickly efficiently and turn into energy so we each have 10 to 12 items and my rule of thumb, uh, you might have heard it in the previous podcast, but uh, once an hour, I like to have some food. Now, you might not be even hungry, but you force it down to sustain energy. So let's say, you know, worst case scenario, there's an issue and we end up being 15 hours. You don't want to have all your energy zapped out of you so you can't finish. That's obviously... A fatal mistake. Okay, I don't know if you can hear this uh, wind behind me, but it's probably 25 miles an hour and it's wisping over the top here. I'm right at the top of the ridge, 3,000 feet straight down, and the wind just comes over the crest and just plows down the other side, carrying a bunch of fresh powder that's uh, getting caught up in the, uh, in the activity. So the remainder of the day, we will be laying low in my uh, tent or in every, you know, all our team tents. Um, you know, the, the funny thing is we're all pretty close. So the CMC latrine discussion we've had earlier, 
is uh, not a very private situation. As a matter of fact, the latrine for our camp is five feet behind my tent. So uh, needless to say, we're getting a lot of activity by our tent lines in uh, the day. But uh, that's the way it is. You know, you just, uh, you can't afford to be walking 100 yards to the other side of camp uh, every uh, every bit of energy saved will be uh, energy gained for tomorrow. I uh, I actually was apprehensive about coming up here and uh, doing the Peaks podcast, but as it turns out, it's a marvelous uh, activity just being up here on the ridge all by yourself. Uh, the solitude is like nothing else. I can look for miles in every direction if the clouds will allow and just see some of the most beautiful scenery you could ever hope to imagine. So uh, one other detail, some of our team uh, had were unable to carry their loads yesterday. So our guides made a spontaneous decision to take their, you know, several of their items, cache them along the ridge. Now, this allowed them to make a summit attempt. I've seen in the past where this kind of uh, situation would cause a possible turnaround on those individuals, but uh, we really got a great... Uh, guide team that uh, is thinking of the welfare of the whole team and seeing the whole team summit and not a uh, not one of a selfish nature. So two of our younger guides that we've talked about in the past, uh, Mason and Dodge, literally ran down the ridge and in less than an hour and a half, they covered what would co take a client maybe three hours, retrieved the items, and got back to camp. Uh, good for them. They uh, took one for the team, and uh, I, I'm not sure if our team members, um, it, it would have been difficult for them to get down and then have the energy to summit. So it increased their probability of success. That's the essence of an expedition is, you know, helping out in areas where you can help out for the benefit of the team. And uh, we see that day in and day out here, and uh, it's refreshing, especially with an international crew. We got the Germans, the Polish, and uh, the American, and uh, a non-resident alien, uh, Dutch. It's a great melting pot on the mountain. Uh, I quite enjoy it. The, it feels like my younger days when I was traveling the world for years and uh, how much I just loved emerging into the other cultures. You know, there's so much to be learned by just spending time and reflecting on how Perhaps our cultures are different, but in many ways they're they're just great people, and uh, we need to remember that on a day-to-day -day basis.
Anyhow, it's getting thick and cold up here. Uh, wind's increasing. It's starting to snow now. So, uh, I literally have my one uh, ungloved hand tucked under my armpit through a massive expedition jacket. Did mention literally you can get frostbite in, in minutes here with unexposed skin. So it's something to really watch out for. It's something I'm going to watch out for right now as I return down to my comfortable new home at 17,000 here in Denali National Park. Uh, Big shout out to our listeners. Thank you very much for listening and tuning in to Peaks Podcast. Please tell your friends, send them the link, share our Peaks Podcast with uh, friends and family, add comments, reviews, and if you are interested, please subscribe. All these help us uh, gain visibility. as I have mentioned, we will also have photos documenting this expedition on our Peaks Podcast Rock website coming soon. Anyhow, have a great day. This is Brad signing off from 17,000 feet in Denali Park. Take care.